if you continue to do it, they will actually remove you from google.com. If you do that as a business, you basically buy a new domain name and start all over. <laughs> and it's very expensive, very time consuming to yeah. <laughs> go through that process all over again. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire. Join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. All right, let me recap it for a quick review here of what we were talking about. So firstly, know your who, know your audience, who do you want to serve, right? And the second one is know the industry trends like what they do and what not they do, right? What they are not doing and what they are doing right now. So the third one is have a clear call to action, whether it's about taking your customer to a podcast, download an ebook, or maybe watch your YouTube video, right? And most importantly, give value, 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 value in your websites. And what I mean by value is educate your viewers, educate your customer, your leads, right? You don't just, you don't just think all about selling. You, you have to educate them first in order to make them see you as an expert. So that's what value is. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Those are all great, great steps. Um, you know, we have, we have clients who will ask us, you know, Hey, how often should we be blogging? Um, and my response mm -hmm. is always one more time than you currently are. And so, and that is if you blog once a year, then blog twice a year. If you blog once a month, blog twice a month. If you blog once a week, blog twice a week. Um, wow. And, but blog regularly um, and have, you know, have a schedule. If, if all you can write is 12 posts in a given year, then schedule them out once a month um, and have, have regular content that gets updated on your website. Google loves to see websites that, are continually up, updated. And so if you've got a website that sits for, you know, 12, 12 months, you know, 24 months, and then all of a sudden somebody goes in and adds 45 pages of content rather than taking that content and, you know, spacing it out over, you know, over the year, mm -hmm. um, you know, it definitely, uh, Google definitely favors sites that, that have regular content. You look at any topic, you Google search any topic. Some of the top sites are news websites and Wikipedia, um, just specifically because they're edited all the time. And so the more that content's edited and updated, the more Google sees that as, hey, it's more relevant. You know, you're editing this content, you're creating, you know, keeping it up to date. So it, it all comes down to being consistent. And also we have to double that publishing date if it's once a week then twice a week if it's once a month twice a month yep. so and then we have to double down uh, twice and then four times and then i don't know eight times right <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and it's you know i will say like for our blog there are times where 
you know, we try to post at least once or twice a month. Um, but there are months where all of a sudden, you know, we have two posts that are supposed to go out in a given month, but all of a sudden we're like, Oh, we got this other great topic we'd love to throw in. And so there are months where literally, I think it was like two months ago, we posted like five blog posts in one month. Um, just because we kept coming up with other ideas that we wanted to get out that were very timely. And so very specific to some different stuff in the news right now for, you know, web stuff. Um, and so we wanted to make sure that that content was on our site. And so, and then, you know, there are months like this month, I think we've only posted one blog post at the moment this month. We have one scheduled, I think today, and then one at the end of the month. So we'll do like, I think three this month. Um, and so, but again, it's all going back to just that consistency and just sort of having a schedule. Um, you know, we manage our blog literally just in a spreadsheet of, you know, Hey, what's the topic title? What's the date we're posting it? Is it ready to go yet? Um, you know, we've got posts that are written that we're actually are ready to go that we're not even posting until December of this year. Um, just because we want to plan it out and we'd rather have regular content than a ton of content released at once. Um, and you look at anything like that, you look at, you know, TV shows do this, you look at, you know, they film a bunch of episodes and then they release them, you know, on a weekly basis. Um, hmm. You know, it's 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 very normal. So you say that you have a contents ready to publish. Does that mean does that mean you have uh, put it outside and then just schedule it? Um, no. So that is definitely something that can be done and definitely encourage businesses to do that. Our website, we don't have our stuff scheduled specifically because of how we post our content. Um, it's just a quirk of how our business operates with how we do social media and some other things some from a planning perspective. But most of those posts, once they're finished, they're then posted on our website as like a draft copy. And then we just manually hop into mm -hmm. the site and actually hit publish on that date. But that's just how we work. Uh, it's and and really uh, it comes down to you know this is the process that we have developed to sort of run and manage our blog um and so you know figure out a process for your business that works if sitting down you know i was talking with a client actually yesterday and talking about blogging and some other marketing tactics and stuff for their business and i was encouraging the business owner i was like hey you guys should really start blogging a little bit more often and he's like, yeah, I know we need to. And so what he his plan is, he's literally just going to lock himself in a room for a day and just sit down in front of his computer and just write. And he's like, I'm just going to write for the whole day and write a bunch of blog posts. And then I'll put them all on the website and I'll schedule them out over the next year. And that's great. And then so once a year, he sits down and in front of his computer for a, you know, a day and he does that. And if you know, a few months from now, all of a sudden he gets this brilliant idea for a blog post. He can have two in a given month. Like it, you know, it doesn't hurt. Um, but it's that, again, it goes back to that consistency. And you think about wow. it, if, you know, at the beginning of this conversation, we talked about, you know, sort of starting out with four pages. If you're building a site, you know, you've got your homepage, your about page, your services or product page, and your contact page. So you have those four pages. and if you blog once a month as a business at the beginning of the year, you'll have four of those four pages we talked about at the end of the year, you're going to have 16 pages. 
And wow. so, because you'll have the four pages plus the 12. And so, you know, you look at that and, you know, from a, from a growth perspective, um, that's a huge growth. That's a 75% uh, increase on, you know, on your, on your content. Um, uh, and so it's, it's really, really good. Or sorry, that's a, that's 75%. That's a four, four times, four times. Um, <laughs> haven't had my coffee yet. It's early. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a four times increase on your content. And if you're able to do that, you know, consistently and your site's able to grow, you know, you look at your competitors and um, there's a, there's a cool little uh, sort of Google search hack that you can do um, to sort of see how much content your competitors have. Uh, And so any website, if you go to Google search and you type in site S I T E colon and then whatever the url of the website is so you can do site colon cnn.com or site colon you know 95 visual.com which is our website and you can see how many pages of content that business has so you know you can go do that and see look at your competitors see how many pages of content they have if all your competitors have 100 200 pages of content then you got to get moving on content and get writing if all of your competitors have two or three pages of content and you've got 16 you know now you've got five times the amount of content than they do which wow. If you think about content like a dartboard, you know, the bigger your dartboard is, the easier it is to hit. And so if you've got five times the amount of content than your competitor does, it makes it easier for them to find you. Now we're talking about content. Don't just take random content and do what's called uh, content spinning. So content spinning, um, is something that a lot of businesses used to do where they would just replace random keywords throughout it and make the content slightly different. No, this content needs to add value. It needs to be something that when a human sits down and reads it, it makes sense. It adds value to them and it's going to help them. Um, Don't just throw random content on your website to throw random content. Don't take content from other websites and republish it because Google will hit you with a, a duplicate content penalty. And they'll actually, if you continue to do it, they will actually remove you from google.com. And it doesn't oh. matter what someone Google searches, you will disappear. Yeah. And so we've seen that. The one big thing we see that with is small businesses do something newsworthy. And so let's say they have, you know, a homepage, a contact page and an about page. Let's say they have three pages. Mm-hmm. So a, a small business does something newsworthy. And now all of a sudden 12 different local news stations all cover them. They go to all 12 news stations. They take the content from that news station's website and they put it on their website. They just copy and paste all the content over and so be like, oh, look at these news articles that we were in. What ends up happening is your page had three pages of content. Now you have 15 pages of content and a majority of that content is all stolen. And so Google looks at you and goes, wait, 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 like 80% of your content is stolen content. 
that's not okay. And Google will penalize you for that. Um, and we have seen sites before that have gotten what's called Google sandboxed. And that means basically you, that domain will never rank on Google again. It's gone. Um, which is crazy. And so if you do that as a business, you basically buy a new domain name and start all over. <laughs> and it's very expensive, very time consuming to yeah. you know, go through that process all over again. Oh, wow. That was amazing, Joshua. You just dropped some juicy content right there. I mean, you just talk about the don't do for website, which is plagiarism. Yep. And the other thing I'll add to that is what Google does is they'll look at it. You know, if, if another website has content and you steal it and then put it on your site, Google looks at that and says, well, these guys had it originally. So we're actually going to devalue your site and their oh. site actually has more value because everybody's taking content from theirs. The other thing oh. to add to that that we'll see is um, we've seen this happen before is someone goes to um, you know, a competitor's services page and go, well, we do the exact same thing, highlights all the text, copy, puts it on their website and changes the company name. And so they steal all the content from the services page, which again is stealing content. You've got to, you know, you can get the idea of, hey, this is sort of how they write it or that type of thing, but you, you have to rewrite it yourself. Um, you can't just take that content. For the listener, don't do the the copy and paste or plagiarism because it might devalue your website, which is really, really bad. Now, Joshua, let's imagine that they have applied every step that you just shared now and they are about to launch it. But here's the problem. Their website cannot be found or maybe it can be found, but it's hard. It could be that they have to 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 go to the next page and then the next page until we found it. And that's why SEO plays a big role here. So Joshua, what is the best way to create an SEO that appears on the first page aside from blogging every day? Yeah, so SEO is, or you know, search engine optimization, you know, for the listeners who may not be super familiar with it, is the basically the ability to get more basically higher ranking on, on Google or, you know, Bing or Yahoo or whatever search engine you, you're using. And so SEO is very much a sort of mystical art. Oftentimes small businesses see it as, um, it's this thing where, you know, SEO companies charge anywhere from, you know, 500 bucks a month to, you know, $50,000 a month for SEO or more. So basically the, the two big things you can do is one, you know, encouraging other businesses or business directories to link to you, um, making sure that you're on directory sites, like I mentioned, you know, like, um, you know, any type of business listing or directory site, um, getting on those, having links from your social media profiles to your website. Um, if you do anything newsworthy, do a press release. You know, if you launch a new business, do a press release. If you launch a new service, do a press release. It helps your SEO, but it also really helps just the organic reach of, you know, of your business. Um, you know, doing a press release is a few hundred bucks, you know, and you can get it professionally written for a little bit more, but it's definitely worth it. And it's something that, you know, you never know who's going to see it. But 
Um, for for SEO, there's a lot of strategies. We could spend a whole, you know, two or three hours <laughs> talking through this topic. Um, I, I, you know, I do want to caution people against doing things like um, there's a lot of websites that you can go on. One of them I'll use as an example is Fiverr.com. And you can buy thousands of backlinks that people will say, we'll get you to the first page of Google. Do not do this. If your yeah. SEO is costing you less than two or $300, um, you're going to be in trouble six months from now. Um, we all hear about you know Panda, Penguin, all these different updates that Google does on a regular basis. The next update, you're going to get hit. Um, and you'll disappear. And so those super cheap SEO tactics um, get you in trouble in the long run. And so it's, you know, SEO, there, there's two types of SEO. There's, there's what's called on-site SEO and there's off-site SEO. And on-site SEO is basically everything you control on your website, things that we've been talking about, like having having content that talks about your services, blogging, all that type of stuff. The offsite SEO is basically more or less what other people are saying about you. It's um, those news articles, it's those directories, it's all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, definitely, like I said, again, it's just sort of the organic natural aspect of it. And that's also why I say, you know, start early with a website um, mm -hmm. because, you will organically just naturally gain backlinks over time. People are going to find you. They're going to link a resource. They're going to, you know, link to your website from somewhere. It just happens. Um, and so the sooner you start with a website, the sooner that type of stuff will slowly start to happen. So some of the key points that I've got here are partner up with another business. The second thing is post link to your website in your social media platform like Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or even LinkedIn, right? Yeah. And the third thing is do a press release. And the fourth key is have more people to talk about your website because the more people talk about it, the more people will find your website, right? So that's... That's, I think that's one of the most powerful search engine, which is in the offsite category. Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.